The team is exceptionally good today. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap of nobody. Come on, make me believe what you're saying. Hey y'all, and we're back. This is the Relatable AF Podcast about two relatable ass friends talking in addition about entertainment news, media, TV, film, and other stuff we can relate to. I am one half of the co-hosting duo known as DJ, aka The Snappening. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Tanya, aka Keep That Same Energy. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, <laughs> come on, keep that same energy. <laughs> That's what we're on today. <laughs> yes, I am here for it. So, hey, Fred, how are you doing? You know, I'm well. I'm present. So, yeah, <laughs> it's jolly. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> same. I can feel myself winding down, getting myself prepared to uh, um. To fly back, I was about to say move. No God, move to <laughs> fly back to Maryland. I am in Los Angeles. That's what I. That's where I live. That's where I call home. But go back to the MD for the holidays to see everybody. <laughs> so let's just get into this gig because we have a lot. We have a lot to discuss. Okay. <laughs> So let's start with We See You Sis, uh, a segment where we just shout out random (laughs) TV and film news that need some highlighting. So Janet Mock, our favorite cousin, um, her directorial debut Pose episode, episode six, Love is a Message, was rated the best episode of television in 2000. 12 2018 by vulture magazine so big ups to her and the whole team actually the polls writing room so that's ryan steven canals uh janet mock our lady j all were nominated for um in the writing guild award for best show so they are really storming the scene and i am so excited for them and all that. And um, the last shout out that I had was Marvel is green lighting and fast tracking the movie Shang-Chi, which would be the first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do this. <laughs> which would be, I believe, the first uh, Asian American superhero uh, led movie. So. Um, yeah, how how do you feel about all that? Do you have another shout out that you want to give? No, I'm excited about this. Is a is this a live action? Or yes. A, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm here for that. Yeah. Um, Shang Chi is a quick little thing that I grasped was uh, his father is like this. Chinese overlord and he mastered the ways of Kung Fu because he was actually modeled after Bruce Lee. Um, So yeah, he's been part of the Avengers many times, uh, part of the the Defenders, which is like the um, street level Avengers. Um, So yeah, he's been well a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so now he's getting his own movie. And uh, there's going to be a Chinese American writer that's going to write the movie and they're looking for a Chinese not specifically Chinese, but an Asian director to direct it. So that is what I am talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Completely here for it. Um, here's hoping Scarlett Johansson doesn't go after the role. <laughs> Y'all are never going to get off her neck about <laughs> ever. <that. laughs> 
probably already read for it. So. <laughs> I mean, facts, but like... Stay away, sis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And of course, we love that episode of Pose. That was probably my favorite episode of the season. So, yeah. 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 Honestly. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited for everybody and um, that's going on. Did you have anything else you wanted to shout out? Everybody's just exhausting me. So, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can move on then. Uh... <laughs> you know, shout out to all the podcasters out there that's starting off like us. We see you. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. We, we're just a little engine that can. Okay. <laughs> that's trying. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, shout out to everyone that's in the podcasting sphere, yeah. especially if you're just starting out like us. We understand the drugs, girl. Um, and um, so, yeah, shout out to all of y'all. So, speaking of Marvel, let's just talk about the Avengers trailer. We got the official uh, title for the Avengers. It's called Endgame. So, friends, what'd you think? How'd you feel? All that. You know, a lot of people, I, I feel like even you were one of them that correctly predicted the title. I'm not too sure. I've, wa- I've watched so many videos about <laughs> recapping and, and Easter egging to death Infinity War. So I and like I'm pretty sure I saw the exact same <laughs> yeah. videos too. Like, oh, we got the title of the next one. It's Endgame. And sure enough, so they were right. So shout out to you girls. So, yeah. The Reddit spies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on it, man. But they called it right, and yeah. the trailer was released. Um, much like the first Infinity War teaser, I was like, "Okay, but you know, you guys have my money, so <laughs> don't need to critique the trailer." I'm going to see the movie. That's it. <laughs> what was your reaction? Um, my initial reaction was I didn't expect the the trailer to be as emotional as it was. I was expecting um, like a battle royale type of trailer mm. which goes against what now looking back it goes against everything marvel has has been doing with their trailers since uh phase two like usually their first trailer is more of an emotional trailer the second one is more of a uh fun slash um uh action trailer and like the last trailer is usually like the the big fantastical kind of like boom bang type of trailer mm-hmm. so it, it, so I'm pretty sure they're going to follow the same formula but I didn't expect it'd be so damn sad <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like <laughs> it's not a happy trailer at all <laughs> at all <laughs> so much grief <laughs> yeah, so much grief like the first time I watched it I was like okay um and it wasn't until the third or fourth time i saw the trailers when i actually fell in love with it and i think it's one of my favorite trailers and it's probably because i have no idea what this movie is giving me like from that trailer i know nothing yeah um and that's my favorite part uh i'm even debating if i want to watch any other trailer because i'll usually only watch two trailers for any kind of movie and i'm debating if i want to want to even see the second one because I'm just so happy with that I don't know what's going on. Same. I, you you had told me that you do that before and that I think that's like an excellent thing to adopt to not watch all these trailers since they're infamous for giving away the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to watch the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay, if you if you don't, you can watch all the trailers. I would say stay away from the TV spots. Those are the girls that okay. really do like spoil a lot of the movie. Okay. <laughs> no, I watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> Because, my God, those Black Panther TV spots, like, I watched the TV spots after I saw the movie, and, yeah, they gave away some stuff. The whole thing. About, <laughs> but, you know, we were there. They knew we were show up regardless, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the Avengers trailer, Endgame. I'm here for it. I'm excited yeah. for April, and we will be there. Okay, girl. So now we have to move on to the award shows. Um, everyone got nominations. <laughs> so let's Don't just see <laughs> Okay, let's start with the Globes because they were the first ones to uh, drop down their nominations. So the nominations for the Golden Globes. How'd you feel? Did you see the knobs, noms, all that? Who do I care about? Uh... <laughs> Oh, um, just a little uh, highlighting. I'm only going to do the best picture. Um, so best picture, we have a Black Klansman, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Beatles Street Could Talk, A Star is Born. Um, some other shout outs. Uh, Pose got best drama for a TV show. Um, John Dave, uh, David Washington and Rami Malek were nominated for best actor in the drama uh constance Wu for best uh actress in the comedy lynn uh, lynn manuel miranda for best actor in the comedy and sandra O oh for best actress in a limited series drama i think or oh, was that um regina king that was regina king oh, yeah. sorry um and uh, and sandra O oh for best actress in a drama series so Things are happening. There's some color. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you feel? Oh, Billy Porter. I, I couldn't oh, forget about yeah. Billy Porter for best act, best supporting actor in a television drama, I think. I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Yeah, we were so excited that Pose got the nomination for, for that and for Billy Porter because we were just talking about, like, give him all of the awards. Yeah. In that show. So for the Golden Globes to actually do just that and acknowledge and nominate him because you, you just never know. We think that it's going to happen and that these people are going to be recognized when they should and they don't get recognition. <laughs> okay. That's just tea. So do I want to be on my Easter egg route for everybody black? Absolutely. <laughs> but I do hope Constance Wu gets her things. I yes. I hope O gets her things. Exactly. Um, Spike Lee, best director. Oh, yes, Spike Lee. I, I, I totally forgot. I'm sorry about that. Yes, Spike Lee for best director. And I only remember that because of the tidbit that people said that that was his first nomination since Do the Right Thing. Wow. Like 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, just to refresh your memory, Spike Lee, since Do the Right Thing, has done Malcolm X. Yep. Old Better Blues. Yep. Game. Inside Man. Um, we won't talk about Chirac. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> he's done uh, obviously so many things. He's a legendary director who I actually believe is going to be honored at the Oscars. That's the rumor. Um, but yeah, that is a rumor. So yeah, I I'm excited. Of course, Regina King, who's just a constant slayage. Um, I'm so happy that she's getting recognition. And um, I still have yet to watch Crazy Rich Asians. I would like to. 
Um, but it's I a great movie. And yeah, everyone <laughs> loved it, and it, it looks really festive. So I and I hope they win because about time. I'm I'm for representation for everybody, especially when it's much much deserved and far overdue. Yeah, um, I'm excited for um the Golden Globes, even though like people who know what the Globes are, they don't care about the Golden Globes. <laughs> but everyone that. Um, that was nominated. Oh, yeah. Shout out to them. I'm excited to see uh, the show. Um, hopefully, uh, people like Billy Porter get a fair shake. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited to see what going what's going to happen. Usually, the Golden Globes actually high up the key. Usually, the first ones to give uh, underrepresented people the awards first. Ooh. If we really want to call tea, like if we want to sip that tea. The Golden Globes are usually the ones that do it first, then the Emmys, and then it trickles down to the Oscars eventually. Do we know who's hosting with Sandra O? Oh? Uh, damn it. I knew who it was, and now I can't remember. Okay. I'm sorry, I can't remember. But yes. I might actually watch this year. Uh, they might get my view. Oh, and okay, so do you think Gaga and Star is Born is going to sweep? I do think that she's going to be the front runner for the Globes. No shade. Um, I don't think they're going to sweep. You know what? They may be. They may well sweep. I can see that happening because the Golden Globes love a, a good celebrity. They Let's do. just call it a thing. <laughs> and I love her so much, and she deserves so much. Yeah. But this, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I do want to see if Bill Street could talk. Which I believe is a James Baldwin. It is. It is okay. It's a play by James Baldwin that's adapted okay. to a movie. Which I think for her role in that, that's one of Regina King's nominations. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I'm excited. But yeah, I, I'm excited too. <laughs> um, so I guess that means we move on to the Grammys. My God. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so I don't feel like going through the list, to be quite <laughs> honest. Like, I'm already full, <laughs> beloved. So let's just, let's just say um, the top nominations go to Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar for eight. Um, Drake has seven. Uh, Brandy Carlisle. I love a good Brandy Carlisle, but six seems like a whole lot. <laughs> um Cardi B and Childish Gambino also have five nominations. Whew. Okay, so how do you feel about the nominations uh, thus far for everybody? Um, oh, our girls, Chloe and Hallie, they got nominated for Best uh, New Artist. Um, yeah, so how do you, how'd you feel? Yeah, did you watch their little video? I did! I reposted it on our um, Relatable AF podcast, uh, Twitter. <laughs> Mother baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they even nominated, I think, for best urban, you know, you know that category. Urban contemporary. <laughs> I hate yeah. that category. So yeah. stupid. They tried it. They tried it. And that's one of few categories that B and J are nominated. So they yeah. got snubbed. Um, I was talking about Nicki Minaj got snubbed, but that was mainly how the barbs felt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean... 12 submissions and, and zero? I mean... <laughs> to be fair, Chun-Li definitely should have been the best rap 
that that was a song and it, I thought I, I the nominees slipped my mind right now but she could have replaced one or two she definitely no no she definitely could it's definitely some trick like some effery going on in, in yeah. behind the scenes yeah however you feel about Miss Nikki she does deserve to be nominated for a, a Grammy yeah um for this year's Queen's body of work not yeah. the whole thing but you know no. like something Chun, Chun, Chun definitely deserves <laughs> <laughs> But that's fine. Um, Barty. <laughs> Barty. She got five. I was like, oh, yay, Cardi. Good for you. If she, listen, the listen. riot that will happen if she gets an album of the year before <gasps> Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> before Beyonce and Nicholas Minaj. Nicki yeah. Minaj, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. The barbs in, in the hive, I don't know how they're going to take it. It's going to be a riot. So she's not <laughs> doing that. But I do think that Cardi definitely deserves, I like it, definitely deserves. Mm, yeah, definitely That's deserves. Best rap song collaboration, give it that. I saw some other nominations. Like they nominated, which is actually my bop, y'all. Oh, I can't really say that y'all slept on Christina Aguilera's album because she slept on it, but <laughs> that song that she has with Gold Link, I believe it's named, that was actually my favorite song on the album and that got a nomination randomly. Um, See, I didn't even hear that because I just stopped at Accelerate, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that video, was like, Christina, throw it away. <laughs> no, no, no more Xtina. Give me Christina back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Give me Christina back. I want her back. Actually, you know, I feel like this is Christina. Give me Xtina back. Give me Xtina back. Listen, I haven't seen Christina since Bionic, to be quite honest. So, which was a bot it deserves, y'all. It, yeah, they slept on Bionic, to be quite that, honest. They definitely slept on this, not so much. So, and this song was a good song, but that—that's what I was talking about. Where somebody else could have been nominated. Mm. Well, I think the Cardinals might be. Um, but yeah, for the most part, the nominations, I want to say they got it right, surprisingly. Um, which, of course, they made like a news release or a press release about the diversity. I'm like, you guys always do that to get our views, though. And then we get to the <laughs> award and freaking... Taylor Swift Rose. sweeps everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Bob Bluegrass Blues Volume 3 wins Album of the Year. <laughs> stupid, so... They they give us the petty awards, but the big ones they don't. So I guess the big theme is like a lot of us were finally nominated in mm-hmm. those record of the year, song of the year categories, and um, we'll see. I, I hope yeah. I'll get one of those. And yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I every I've anything record of the year, song of the year. Listen, take it. Yeah. Album. We have to talk, but yeah. like those two categories, I definitely can see her taking that um, that Grammy. Which the Barb's still going to have a lot of say if she win a Grammy. <laughs> get one because I feel like they're going to give Maroon Five Girls Like You. I think that's for best pop. Uh, <laughs> she's going to get a Grammy for that. <laughs> I'm and the fact that she she knew that she got a Grammy at her hearing, like <laughs> Can you be more on brand. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I said on the post, she's the people's champion. So like, she is. She, like yeah. you just want to root for her. I love Kendrick Down. 
eight nominations for the Black Panther soundtrack. It seems like a lot of those nominations. Okay. It was it was a very strange yeah. not like to get eight nominations for the soundtrack. Granted, a bop of an album. <laughs> like I got my life still do, but like eight did seem like a lot. But yep. at the same time, work. I, honestly, <laughs> J. Cole was robbed. Absolutely robbed. And his mm. album had a message, but he always gets robbed in us. So um for the most part again, you know, the nominations look great to get views, um, but we'll see how the actual show goes down. We're yeah. you excited about oh and her. Her guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Her. Yeah. I I forgot about that. Yes. I'm looking forward to see how she fares in this whole nomination thing. I feel like she's gonna be SZA part two, as far as like she was there. <laughs> like, no, not in that. <laughs> And it's just that, like, SZA was, like, nominated throughout the entire award show, but got nothing. Um, right. So, I'm, so I, I don't know if that's going to happen again, is what I'm saying. That's right. Oh, yeah, because they Alicia Carter, they gave that, they gave Alicia her best new artist award. Mm-hmm. By the way. I forgot. Yeah. No shape to her, but I was like, really? But at the same time, it's fine. <laughs> hope they get her to perform. She seems like a really, really great performer. Yeah, I do hope that she performs, too. Anything else? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of Cardi, um, so Cardi and Offset are done? Question mark. We'll see. That's all I got to say. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Do you think that it's for real? I, I, I think that it's a real thing that they're not together right now or or think that they're together right now yeah but as far as like staying stability as far as her being away from him in that regard i don't i don't think i don't know she's they're too much of a bird to like not flock together <laughs> <laughs> so i don't i don't know love cardi depends but i don't i don't know if she has the wherewithal to just like be on her own yeah. Like sometimes she feels like someone who needs somebody else. I I can see that. I can um that I would want her to be on her own in the sense of gaining her own sense of self. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure if she's that type of person yet. <laughs> they had this little beautiful little baby girl. They that everybody posted on Instagram now. Listen. <laughs> Even we struggled on whether we wanted to repost it or not. And we would like, let's just throw her on the on the story and just call it out. Good call, yeah, I even did that. Yeah, that little IG story because I'm like, this is unreal. I literally <laughs> scrolled through my time. I have never seen that like that before. Where I just scrolled through my timeline, and it was that baby. <laughs> Every single picture back to back. I was like, oh, y'all are on it today. <laughs> now I did hear a conspiracy theory that just sounds like black people being messy niggas being niggas to be quite honest which is that yeah. cardi <laughs> cardi also are trying to do a lemonade 44 444 thing where they're like pretending to be oh. a thing where it's like he cheated on her she's gonna go through this whole lemonade album <laughs> and he's gonna do a thing and they're gonna have a joint album later it's like the range. Is okay, <laughs> that seems like a whole lot of planning that I don't see Cardi B nor Offset doing. To be quite honest, nor Offset. <laughs> <laughs> that 
take some foresight. <laughs> <laughs> and they seem very now-ish people. So yeah. I don't I don't I don't think that's happening. And if it does happen, they're messy and someone else someone else came up with that idea. <laughs> like, that's all I have to say about that. Too giving too much credit. No, it's just for real. And I, and I would even no, it would still be stupid. I still wouldn't give any credence to that. But for the fact that he just has a history of just like blatantly disrespecting and cheating on her, and mm-hmm. um, right before she announces another thing had blown up. So I just feel like if she's really over it, then then it's not like a publicity thing. She's actually yeah, over it. and it, there's no lemonade. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Colt 45. There's no... <laughs> I was There's... gonna say Orchata. <laughs> yeah, Orchata. <laughs> Go and out. <laughs> Orchata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pray for the kids, y'all. <laughs> Yes, pray for the kids, please. Um, speaking of, of also breakup news, Michelle and her fiance have also split um, from each other. So, how did you feel about that news? Yeah, um, I hate to say it, but because we, we I love Michelle. Uh, like I've always loved her and Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. Man, when I saw the preview for her show, I was just like. <sighs> When will they learn? When will they learn? <laughs> Stop doing reality TV. If you are not cemented in your relationship, even if you are, even on own, it's not always going to be the best route because all no. it does is heighten and magnify what's already wrong in your relationship. And you're not going to be able to handle it when thousands of people are have their comments and have whatever type of feedback towards yeah and all the talk like we didn't know nothing about the dynamics of their relationship we knew of them i believe chad johnson is like um a well-known pastor or minister i think so yeah um who i just thought was a really like high yellow black man i had no idea that he was like Bushwick Bill, like white. <laughs> Which, like, look at his pictures. Like, do you tan? Like, are you doing this Ariana Grande thing yeah. where you're like tanning yourself brown? <laughs> Definitely blackfishing. Definitely. <laughs> Come on, blackfish. <laughs> Bruh, you is not white. Which is fine. Which that was another. I hate that people use that as an argument like you can't definitely you can't be with a white man like stop it but uh, that that was yeah that wasn't an issue for me it's just it just seems like you know she has mentally um a lot to deal with and speaking from experience and and how i am and even the people that i've interacted with with those same type of mental issues it's it's not easy no yeah (laughs) like that especially when you have your own issues and um certain situations that he handled that got a lot of criticism um i'm sure played an effect on them and um it's just sad because i really we really just want to wish her the best and want her to have her happy ending if if that does involve marriage and children which it sounds like so um hopefully this doesn't you know have a little mental setback for her but um i don't know (laughs) (laughs) 
hate hearing news about you know couples breaking up and stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's just messy. I don't know. Yeah. I also felt sad, too. I didn't know anything really about him because I didn't see the preview thing because, mm-hmm. frankly, I didn't care. Yeah. Um, reality TV is not my, my, my gig, honestly, because I don't feel like being in anyone else's business, <laughs> to be yeah. quite honest. Um, but I do echo your sentiment about reality, reality TV and being in a relationship in general, if you're going to do a reality reality series, it should be like a docu series, and it should be something that you manage. Because um, <clears throat> like cameras being all up in your business, it's not going to help you in the long run. To be quite honest, um, so I feel I feel sad for both parties involved more Michelle because I know her more. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I hope that everyone feels finds their their happiness somewhere. Um, but yeah, so we direct the questions to you. Um, how did y'all feel about the news? Did y'all like the trailer for Avengers? How'd you feel about the Grammy and Golden Globe nominations? Also, the Cardi B, do you think she's gonna make her horchata or not? <laughs> um, how'd you feel about Michelle and her fiance breaking up? You can hit us up at relatableafpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet or insta. Or Tumblr us if Tumblr stuff thing have a label F pod. <laughs> Don't send nudes. Okay. <laughs> Keep it safe at work. Okay. Let's... If, if you're listening on Anchor, you can even send us a voicemail message and we can be your yes. Oh my show. gosh. Yeah. We would definitely like to do that. If you want to send us a, a video make message on Anchor, we would gladly appreciate that. Um, so yeah, let's pay some bills now and take a break. Ew. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Hey, booze. How did you guys forget about my Janelle Monet on the Grammy shout outs? Dirty Computer is up there. So yeah. Okay. Love you. Bye. And we're back, guys. Um, so now we're going to move on to... Uh, a new segment um, that we like to do <laughs> between the two of us, and we're going to bring it to a, the podcast, is it's called The War Room. Now, if you don't know what a war room is, <laughs> it's a place where <laughs> you go into like a closet situation, somewhere dark, <laughs> low lighting of sorts. And you go there and pray for more than, like, I would say 20 minutes. <laughs> it's a place where you need that extra little bit of prayer and be secluded from everyone else. <laughs> and you go pray. So we're going to throw people in the war room that we just want to talk about briefly and throw them in there until they're ready to come out and join the rest of the world, <laughs> to be quite honest. Because we don't want to talk about them no more. No more. It's <laughs> warfare. <laughs> okay. So, with that being said, Kevin Hart without a heart. Oh no. <laughs> Kevin Goldheart? <laughs> Kevin Goldheart? <laughs> Kevin Professor Coldheart. Okay, so if y'all don't know what's going on, um, Kevin Hart has been in the news for quite a bit uh, between Thanksgiving Gate. And Oscar Gate, he's just been in, in everybody's mouths for like the past couple of weeks. So we just want to throw him in. I just, I'm so tired. <laughs> I gotta get my thoughts together because I just, 
So if I don't know what happened about Thanksgiving, his son had a party um, for his birthday, I believe, where he was, the theme was Cowboys and Indians. There's so many reasons why that's problematic. And his uh, lack of apology or lack of concern regarding people's uh, expressing like, hmm, maybe this wasn't the best choice for a birthday theme was problematic. Then cut two. Um, I think it was yesterday, or was it Friday, or was it Thursday, where he was announced to be the host of the Oscars? Probably Thursday. I think it was Thursday. So Thursday happened, and, and it came out that he was going to be the host for the Oscars, and people were very mixed. Some people were like, yay! Other people was like, mm, he's kind of problematic. I don't know about this, Gina. Some girls pulled up 10-year-old tweets and whatnot, where he was being highly problematic with his homophobic slurs and all that stuff which led people the oscars to contact him and be like okay girl you're gonna have to apologize for these tweets or do something because if you don't we're gonna move on to somebody else to host and he had something to say on his ig um and he stepped down and ever since then him and his heartbeats i'm gonna call his followers (laughs) came into his defense or some people as like high profile as dl Higley. You know, has said a few things about people and uh, all that stuff. And a lot of people had things to say about that. Uh, some of our faves, like India Moore and Alicia and Angelica Ross from Pose, had a lot of things to say about DL Higley specifically and Kevin Hart. But how did you feel, friend? Um, I'm just going to briefly say that this is all unfortunate, honestly. I. Uh, I've seen the slow decline of Kevin Hart. That kind of makes me sad. Um, I really wish he took this whole issue in a different way. But, you know, people aren't perfect. I understand that. I just hope that everyone can learn from this. Because I, I do believe people can change. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had problematic views when I was younger. And as I got older and read, you know, did my Google search <laughs> and listened to those people who had problems with the way I was speaking, um, I changed the way I spoke um, and the way I, you know, interacted with other people. So change can happen. You just have to want to change. And that's pretty much the bulk of what I had to say. Um, his tweets... 10 years ago, like I said, people can change. So I didn't really have a, a lot of problem with it. But I understand if people did. Um, friend, how did, I'm just so tired. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, friend? Like, I just want to throw him in there and just lock the door and just leave. How did you feel? You do your right. <laughs> your voice and insane. <laughs> this whole woke business is so exhausting. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. And just... <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would want to briefly touch on what you said about like it kind of being like a decline with him, which mm-hmm. is sad. And me too. So what's crazy is you know with the whole um, Cat Williams beef and, and the Mike Epps beef. Mm, yeah, I was actually going to bring to you an idea about doing like an uh, appreciation post for Kevin Hart because it's just it, it baffles me where well, I can I, I want to speak specifically about the black community um, where we have a tendency to like build up our stars mm-hmm. only to snatch them down if <laughs> that they're getting too big for bridges like 
comedy is very subjective and yeah you know there are people who have kept that same energy with like Kevin Hart is just not funny to me and that's perfectly fine but to see people turn on him in a way that it's, it's just very strange for for almost 10 years like we haven't been walking around quoting this man <laughs> <laughs> You ain't gonna do like we do. Yeah. <laughs> the gifts, like, everything. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, y'all acting like, oh, he's white, people funny. Another problematic uh, statement. Like, we weren't going around quoting him. So, I wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then, in typical fashion and typical, <laughs> I was about to say, straight black man fashion, but they already always feel attacked. So, we can't even say that. It just, unfortunately, the ass was shown, and <laughs> all the ass, not even like like a half moon, like the full <laughs> ass showed. <laughs> it's showing, and I, 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 I was going to kind of drag him, but I don't want to drag him because I do feel like he's mentally at a breaking point. I don't mm. think like this was. I, I think he's reacting to this, but I think it's been like everything building up with yeah with the um beef with the other comedian and constantly having to like justify his position and that's mm. because he worked so hard so I, i'm trying to let him rock so we're gonna actually him. i want to add a little point because he has been doing a lot for the the black comedians yes. like behind the scenes so yes. like he does a lot of great things with his position but he also does a lot of problematic things in his position but continue no and that, that's perfect that's exactly the problem like he even has that lol network all these things that the comedians before him like the mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's and everybody that make made the money mm-hmm. but essentially um <laughs> i won't say, i i can't say didn't create the opportunities because eddie murphy put all these comedians even the comedians of yesteryear that hollywood tried to throw away our our black legends he he gave them positions but kevin hart has done a lot to just yeah. for people to turn on him so i i that's what i felt the way about and i'm just trying to give him a little bit of a pass because he's been going through it yeah <laughs> and his little heart is, is just having <laughs> clearly because he's just been showing out and it's just strange so this is more so um to the people defending him um Black people, we are not the offensive police, okay? Mm. Mm. Wait, say that. Oh, hold on. Say that again. <laughs> we are, yeah, let me say clearly that way. Um, Anchor can transcribe this correctly. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, black people, <laughs> it's your girl, Tanya, just letting you know we are not the offensive police. We do not have the authority on who can be offended by what. Now, do people absolutely try to, like we mentioned before in a prior podcast, play the oppression Olympics with us, so to speak, to where every time we mention our struggles and, and, and very valid points that we have about representation and our lives mattering, how people um, jump on that and t- try to discredit that, looking at you, Gina Rodriguez. Um Ooh. It's it's very it's very understandable how we can be triggered. Um, Wait, you're just shaking the whole table. I'm sorry. We're, we're tired. After this, we're no longer woke. We're going back to sleep. 
I'm like, okay, I have so many words. I'm trying to, I want to move it along, but these people need to hear it because we're tired. Okay. <laughs> you heard my friend earlier. He was exhausted. We're so, <laughs> <laughs> so drained. So it's, it's understandable how we can be triggered and want to tell people that's not the same word. Are you really offended by that? Just because of all the BS that we're, we've dealt with. But when our LGBTQ our queer people are telling us. Okay, hold on. I just need to park there. I just just pause, put a pin in that, and we'll get back to it. Okay, I'm going to need people who are not in the community to understand that the community, the queer community, we're talking LGBTQIA, the whole thing, all the letters. Mm-hmm. We are not a racial group, so that means we intersect, okay? We're not a racial group. We're not necessarily just a gender. So we intersect in other places there can be people who identify as women who are also lesbian or bi or asexual all that stuff there's people who don't identify as a gender but also are black like there are people (laughs) there are people in other races right beloved that are also not cis and straight don't identify as cis and straight so when you say uh gay people and use those big blanket terms like gay people don't really do y'all really feel that way maybe they do because they're not just like gay and white they're gay and black they're gay and native american they're gay and blah blah blah. like just because you're gay does not mean that you don't have another uh identity outside of your sexual orientation louder for the people (laughs) and the back. <laughs> I'm still seeing people try to separate the gay community from the black community as if there aren't black queer people. Okay, <laughs> we're there. We and, are there. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to get that out there because I just needed people to understand when they use words like gay people. You're also talking about your gay brothers and sisters, though yeah. you do not want to claim them. Thank you. So you said that perfectly because that actually leads into my next point about my fellow straight cis black women. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> we gotta get everybody together. We gotta get everybody together because this was actually going to be like a discussion that we had brought up for our other podcast kind of or I think it was for this show. I don't know. It was um, for this show. But black women. And I actually want to insert the cl- clip um, that you know I, I hate to pretend that I'm cultured but I had never heard that Malcolm X clip about black women being the most disrespected in the country or whatever until Lemonade. Mm. So it always sort of blackens my heart a little bit when I see the homophobia jump out in black women. <sighs> because you I just need to take a break. We understand. You would you would think that we would understand being as disrespected as purposely stepped on, belittled, overlooked, mistreated, culturally appropriated, that we would understand <laughs> the plight of, I, I, I don't want to assign gender, but I'll just say queer people, even though we know, obviously, women can be queer. Yeah. Um. Just the comments. It was just, and and this even goes back to the little little booger from City Girls. Um, oh God! Because that kind of ties into the joke that everybody's upset with Kevin Hart, where they, they were both comments of that if they found out 
that their kids yeah was gay it was a violent reaction that they would have kevin said mm-hmm. he matched, if he was playing with a dollhouse he matched a dollhouse on his son's head the city girl's girl said that she would punch her son or something ridiculous like that okay and if it, if it is just a joke what do you think that what do you think you're saying with that joke i mean because jokes can be just jokes but but also their words too like jokes are crafted like a series of words that are strung together to make a punchline so your punchline is saying <laughs> so what so these words that you're, you're that you're crafting together are basically saying if you just take out <clears throat> if you just remix some of the the wording basically what you're saying is that if you saw your child do something that you think does not coincide with his gender that you would act irrationally it's, it's, that's the definition of homophobia guys <laughs> like, you keep saying that you're not homophobic and that's a preference but you're saying that if you found out that your child was gay you're not saying well i would prefer that they would not be and we would have that discussion no you're saying that you would smash the dollhouse on his head you're saying that you would punch your child that right which there. is all violent acts that you're doing towards your child whether you, you are actually doing it or not you just said it in a tweet. So, and like you said, you brought up the point again that I was going to mention as well. All these comedians, everybody's being too sensitive. All these other comedians, they wouldn't have laughed. You know what? And there's no problem in that because the problem back then was that there wasn't any representation. We Boom. black people didn't have voices. So, Boom. like all in the family and all these other freaking black face menstrual show cartoons, all these things were able to exist because we had no voice. All these jokes, these Eddie Murphy raw jokes and all that were able to exist because gay people had no choice. They had no mm. Okay? So now that we're all still fighting for these very rights and these representation of being vocal, now, yes, you're damn right that it's going to be called out and that it's not okay anymore. So, with that being said, where's the punchline? <laughs> okay, okay, again, exactly. Where is the punchline? If it's jokes, what's the pu- what's the punchline, Kevin? Where was the punchline? And you responded to a tweet saying that you look like such and such, because I I I, I could never even type those words, let alone say it. And I just want to put it into perspective because we said that women, and I hate to put that burden on women that. We're just supposed to be the nurturers and the empaths, the white mm-hmm. see. But it's just true. It just shocks me when I see women doing that because it it is true. And it's like, wow, we really can't be just as heinous and hateful as men. And mm-hmm. it jumps out every time. It jumps out when um, election time comes and conservative white women, that bigotry and that heinous hatefulness. Um, the homophobia jumps out on black women when stuff like this happens. And it's just absolutely disgusting and going back to my alias keep that same energy that's all we want want if everything is just jokes um keep that same energy with 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 the whites and the racist um it was it was just jokes with roseanne okay she was just making jokes (laughs) she's a comedian she called that lady a monkey or said that she looked like she was a product of somebody but it's interesting that you can see how those jokes coincide to the violence against your own community that you are subscribed to, but you don't see that same thing happening to someone else's community that you you're not necessarily a part of. Yes, you are black, but that doesn't mess, that doesn't mean that you're going to be a part of the queer community. But there are black queers out there who maybe have saw those tweets and like 
felt the type of way because those types of, of wording are directly impacted or uh, indirectly impacted to how queer people have been um, vilely assaulted using the same language, right? Like, Violent. I don't want my kid to be gay. I'll beat out of him. People actually beat their kids because they, they found out that they are queer. They kill them. They kill them, yes. I think like two years ago, there was a little boy that was like seven years old and his, his parents killed him because they found out that he was gay. Like, these are things that actually yeah. happened. So you, if you just say they're jokes, like, yes, they're, they may be jokes to you because you're not part of that community, but please know that they are indicative of how a lot of people feel and how uh, queer people still are not able to walk in streets holding their hands of the people that they care about in certain areas, including places like New York City. Thanks. Don't think that places like New York City still doesn't have uh, homophobia and transphobia because there are a lot of girls out there who still feel afraid to walk out in the sunlight. And that's all I have to say about that. And that's even the Caucasian ones. Like you said, that's really the violence that gets excited on the black ones, the double whammy of being black and being queer. And probably being a woman. So that's three strikes against your life. Literally. Okay? Literally. It's Literally so against your life. And that's why we say where was the punchline? Even then, it's not justified because y'all got Roseanne out of here. That's why <laughs> we're trying to let y'all know, straight black people. <laughs> and if we think about it, it's fair. They got Roseanne right up out of here. And they got Kevin Hart right up out of here. Honestly, like, that's all we're saying. Like, it's not it's not unfair when it's, it's done to one of ours. It's, it's What's unfair is is that it's it's seemingly done to all of ours and one or two of theirs. That's a violent argument, but just because the balance is isn't there with the scales as far as who who and what gets condemned doesn't mean that we let every jerk off slide through the cracks just simply because they're black. They get called task two, and that's all yeah. happening. Um, and and that's with the black people and then the white conservatives that wanted to jump in on the bandwagon. I'm like, I didn't listen to that. Hate us. I was like, don't <laughs> hate, I hate black people, so don't even try to jump on the camera hard just because you hate gay people as well. <laughs> but the white but people, you hate gay people more yeah. than you do black people at the I moment. Like, I was like, these white conservative pungents was calling um, pungents. <laughs> that's, <what they laughs> that's what they smell like. <laughs> these white conservative pungents were out here defending Kevin Hart. I'm like, oh, it's all jokes. Oh, Kathy Griffin was joking, and y'all about because she held up a dead going cut off Trump head that we knew wasn't his head, but she's a comedian. And that was a visual hey, joke too. Thank you for her. Right? You know, we know Kathy Griffin is a dead going comedian that that's her style of comedy, but y'all didn't find the funny in that. So okay. <laughs> the punchline is <laughs> you, you, you can see how someone can be offended. It's just. Or you can't see me, but when you are, it's all hell breaks loose. And I just don't understand. And I will say that I did see a lot of black women and um, straight black men also call that to task. Like, you know, you black people, <laughs> we love to, all these people that we were canceling. Um, I even tweeted on our page, that little, little Latino boy, Brother Nature, they tried to get him out the paint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Try to get him all up out the paint, to be quite honest. All the way out for tweets that were just as old. And the videos are just as old. Same for all these little beauty bloggers and stuff like that, where we've un unearthed all these um racist tweets. And uh, you damn right, we getting them out the paint. So it's it's you have to keep that same energy. And I would say, and I would say to that, the whole old tweets thing. Like I get it. A lot of people 
uh, tweeted when they were a lot younger and a lot not as informed as they are now. It is, there's a difference between having someone have old tweets and you can clearly see that they're a different person now, that those tweets do not match who they are now. And someone like uh, Noche and Jeffree Star, who those tweets keep happening, right? Like, they, they don't just stop. Like it, like two weeks ago, she just <laughs> she didn't say it's problematic. It's like your friend said you just said it, friend. <laughs> There's a difference. I don't um, think want to use them as a as a reference. I'm like, you know, that's probably probably not the best. <laughs> his little, little M word rant was, was back in like 2006 that they were trying to. So I'm like, okay, we're still mad about that, but you're still nothing against Kevin Hart. And then of course, you know, black people, oh, that's apples and oranges, racism. I'm like, okay, it's apples and oranges, but it's still fruit, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my still fruit. God. Thank you so much for saying that. Still because... strange fruit. <laughs> thousands and thousands of kids are dying. Because of it. So Come on, strange fruit. Like, oh, listen, man. Fred, you broke that down for us. Whatever broken, yes, it, it is apples and oranges, but it is the same fruit. It's same pain. It's same death that happens. Yes, yes. It's still the same <laughs> violence. It's still the same attacks. It may not be towards you because you're not part of that community, but it's the same uh, result. Jeff. People die at the hands of other people because they feel that way because of the wording that's being thrown around. Since mm-hmm. they were young, like gay people are demons, or they have a demon in them. Mm-hmm. Queer people don't need to, to exist in this world. Like it's all the same thing. Um, so yeah, you brought that down. Thank you so much for, for saying that. Like again, keep that same energy because then, of course, it unearths everybody, all the comedians, and Amy Schumer and Chelsea Handler and Sarah Silverman all had the f word jokes, and I just uh, I could never even think to muster to say that. Word. Like, same I that in perspective to you guys. Like, black people feel how we feel about the N word, and we have our position to change it, its wording. But at the root of it, at the at the root, at the root, <laughs> <laughs> it's still the heinous, disgusting word that it's always been. But we've chosen to adapt it, but mm-hmm. nobody is allowed to say it. Or even even jokingly. So I just want to put straight black people. Just kind of give them a correlation because I, I saw some justification where um, people were like, well, I've heard some of my gay friends say that word. I'm like, friend, are, are, do you identify as queer? First of all, I feel like only queer men can say that word if they want to. Listen. Personally, I don't even <laughs> like queer women saying that word. I, I, I mean, I, I I just feel like if you're a part of the queer community in general, and if you're using it, it's also context too. If you're using it derogatory, then like you're being messy. But if you're using it as like a cute word, I don't have a problem with it. It's just like the N word for me. Like if you're using that word specifically derogatorily, you're being a little problematic. But like if you're using it just for ingest, I don't have a problem with it as far as like inside the queer community as a whole. See, that's why you have to ask your friends, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing when Azalea Banks went on her, her rant and she threw the word out there and then she's like, But wait, I identify as a queer woman. And people were like, It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> And it's the difference between saying you are queer and walking that truth, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. if Azara Vance did say that, but yeah, 
everything that she is and everything that she does is about dick this, dick that. And like, you don't see any instance of like any kind of queer dumb in your, in your reality, then like, why are you using this word? Um, but if you're like very queer person, not saying that I need her to be dating some girl like t- right. tomorrow. <laughs> it's just like, if you, if that's not your aesthetic, then like, that's not a word that you need to be using. But if it is part of who you are, then like, I don't have a problem with that. What it really boils down to for me is that knowing that these words are loaded mm. and knowing that people are going to feel this type of, even people feel a type of way about the word queer. Like the word queer was derogatory, like maybe like 40 years ago for people. Mm. And we're just now, we're just now taking back that word in a different way. So people are now identifying Eat themselves the as queer. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> yeah, so that's why when I say I, I'm queer, I also say queer or gay men or however you want to say that. Because for some people, queer is also derogatory, especially people, uh, gay men who are over the age of like 45, I would say. Um, really? So I shouldn't say that. Not you shouldn't say it, but it's just like back then the word queer is the word was the F word at the same time. Like oh. it was kind of that important but now i think queer as far as like the general uh lexicon of people um speech is not really something as derogatory anymore but maybe some people may feel a type of way about that word i'm just saying these words are loaded and you have to understand that and when you use those words you have to know that you're using it for a specific reason and to mean a specific thing and if you don't, if you're just, if you're just using the word free willy, then like you're gonna get that free willy back. Like, <laughs> like if you use it offhand, you may get it back. That's all I'm gonna say about that. It's just <laughs> stop with the derog. It's not. It's not about being people being sensitive. It's just learning and growing. Which he says he has, and I believe he has. I I do. I, because I'm a fan, I do wish that he hadn't stepped down and that he would have put his pride to the side just a little bit mm, yeah. to do what he eventually ended up doing, which was apologizing. Like, So um, so that's another thing why I kind of side on him. So I'm like, so you did all this he-man theatrics just to... <laughs> do you step down just to apologize? So now the opportunity of your lifetime, that your words, um, yeah. the, the dream of your lifetime is, is gone. Um simply because you feel like you're being bullied and that like we said earlier that he's kind of being bullied in this situation but not really it's just more so uh, um everything else yeah <laughs> top of it than where he picked this as the you know what <laughs> this was his napoleon complex you chose this to flex and i don't think this was where you need to flex at that's all and again, I don't, I, I, maybe because, you know, it damn near takes, like, the world to change for me to tweet anything, to be <laughs> quite honest. Like, I don't understand why people don't necessarily take a breath and take that deep, take the gun, he said to me, very rush roulette tea, and, like, not tweet for that day or like take an hour or two before you reply or take a minute before you make the Instagram post because your immediate reaction is not needed in this moment. Cause a lot of times you can take the fruit or take the, the meat of 
all of this thing, all the things are coming at you and realize that mm, maybe I did say something or do something to warrant all of this. And if I did, I have to sit with that and figure out how I'm going to address this. Um, and a lot of times, a lot of publicists would say, don't say anything right now because anything you're going to say is going to be thrown right back at your face. So like, take a breath. Just take a breath before you start tweeting. Take a breath before you start um, Instagramming and just think, do I need to say this right now? And if you don't, then don't. <laughs> y'all, beloved, y'all are rich as hell paying these public schools a rich amount of money to not use them. Okay. <laughs> use Pulp and Associates, please. Use them. That's what they're there for. That's what you're paying them for, sir. <laughs> Publicists have no other job description but for that. That's it. That's it. That's it. And then uh, you know we were talking a lot. I don't want to unpack this too much, but um, I forgot one of my favorite two years brought out, or was it them, or they retweeted something about you know the journalists, particularly white, having a habit of digging up. <laughs> like there's so many layers to this, and that could be a very valid thing about you know gay white journalists targeting black entertainers because they know the history of homophobia within the black community. Um, that, that can be very well a thing. And Which we did not create. We didn't create homophobia in our community. We're not. Thank you. Um, that <laughs> saturated into our community that came from y'all. So let's just call it think a thing. Didn't. <laughs> We're basking in it, so we have to. Um, okay. White imperialism <laughs> made that a thing. So let's let's call a thing a thing, beloved. So many That's y'all's. That. So many layers. <laughs> We've unpacked the shirts. We've unpacked the <laughs> We still got so much in the suitcase. So many, so many suitcases. We still have like five U-Haul trucks. And about a thousand still on the way. <laughs> so the theme is keep that same energy, black people. Yes. Like stand, listen, um, learn, um, remove ego, and all in all, just delete your tweets. Delete your tweets. Oh my gosh. Because how are they able to dig up Amy Schumer and Chelsea Handler and Sarah Silverman, who's been trashed? How are they able to take up all their tweets? And again, the person that used those tweets as like, as like, yeah, I didn't get. Well, no, we got them together. Like, <laughs> we get Sarah Silverman together every day. <laughs> okay, like we got those people together. It's not like we didn't get them together. And plus, they were up to host the Academy Awards. There it is. I knew the point was there. <laughs> <laughs> people just can't find it because <laughs> they want to be fake outraged. It's so very strange. Um, just delete your tweets how there are celebrities that still have not deleted their tweets even like we said the city girl girl like y'all know just, we won't get into it because we're tired I'm thirsty <laughs> <laughs> all the things no I, I'm just saying it's like I need to take a nap it's just like so many things <laughs> just, you guys just go in the war room I'm tired I'm a, a spiritual warrior in me it's so weary I'm putting down my sword God handle this, handle all of us. <laughs> yeah, and I just gotta say one quick shout out, DL Hughley. I don't think you need to be chiming in in this whole debate. Um, <laughs> like this isn't a place where you could just start chiming in. I know you feel a type of way because that that's your brother or whatever. But like, 
Maybe you're not the best choice to be talking. That's all I have to say about that. Maybe you're not the best choice to be saying anything about this whole issue. Okay? Because you have been falling into this grave a few times. Hello? And being the blackest that he is and always quick to report everything else. Yeah, sir. Just sit this out. I'm sorry. <laughs> tap, tap Cedric. <laughs> okay. <laughs> tap, no, don't tap. Jesus, tap. <laughs> no, no, don't get Steve Harvey because don't. we don't need Steve Harvey either. He's like he's 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 like knocking at your door too. Steve got one yeah. more, he got one more issue to be to fall in. We okay. got him out of here with that Trump, and he didn't even do nothing that bad. Steve, <laughs> out of here. <laughs> and like Cedric, he's just like off the side, like listen, I got my new show. I don't want any of this bull <laughs> messing me with all this mess. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a sandwich. Don't ask me about no Tiffany Haddish, no Cat Williams, no Chase Morgan. Oh, up, and I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm just only doing my job. Okay. <laughs> about 20 years. And <laughs> in my sleep. <laughs> delete your tweets, guys. Delete your tweets. Uh, delete, <laughs> delete the internet. Just <laughs> delete your Wi-Fi code. <laughs> delete humans. Just start over. <laughs> Over, go back how many millions of years that's that trips me out like how if you subscribe to the whole Darwin's theory of evolution mm-hmm. if it's taking us millions of years to be this dumb <laughs> <laughs> my god and that's what I- <laughs> <laughs> oh god listen same same friend okay. um, I think this is going to close out our war room segment of the day <laughs> her own show. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we just might do a whole segment called The War Room and just put people in yeah. and just close the book. Yeah. Um, because that was a lot. <laughs> Throw it in a bottle. <laughs> I guess it's time for us to move on. So, yes, let's move on to the Appreciation Nation. Not to be got that off our chest. <laughs> so, Fred, what are you appreciative of or grateful for this week? Um, what I often feel is like my, my horcrux. <laughs> the ability to empathize because I feel like that has made me a better person. Mm. Being able to step outside of my own beliefs, my own situations, my own experiences and listen to what somebody else might be going through and not try to what's, what, take the validation away from that. Mm. I, I'm grateful for that. Same. Um, I am grateful for I kind of alluded to it last um, week but I really want to like take a moment and just be grateful and appreciative of my whole meditation practice. Listen, like (laughs) ever since I started meditating, just take the edge off. That's all I have to say about that. Like, I'm going to have to start because (laughs) my spirit has been so vexed with the ways of the world and just what happens to me personally and are doing this podcast, I just throw everything away and just read. 
I'm gonna have to start meditating. Um, what do you say? I, huh? I, I don't say, say anything. Um, uh, many people meditate in many different ways. Um, I pretty much subscribe to uh, making meditation easier for people. So some people, it's easier for them to chant something like an affirmation. Um, do that. <laughs> <laughs> like chicken some nuggets, chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets. <laughs> Some people enjoy like sitting. Um, and meditating. Some people like to like uh, lay down. I prefer to lay down and meditate. It's easier for me. Um, some people like to hold crystals. It's a whole vast way to meditate. But like, I think the easiest way to for people to get started with meditation is to um, either um, listen to like a, a steady noise, like an air conditioning or like a heating thing. Just sit there and just focus on that sound. Focusing on the sound rather than try to not think is so easy. Like, just focus on a sound for a brief period of time. So if you want to start with five minutes, just five minutes, just focus on that sound. And you may not even get through the whole session without not thinking, right? You, you may, your mind probably will race and, and do all the things the first couple of rounds of you trying to meditate. That's normal. But, like, usually around week two is when it starts, like, okay, this is easier. I can, like, meditate. And there, there are going to be some days where you're just, like, nah, I be, like, my mind is all over the place and yeah. I, can't, I can't settle. But, like, it's also about being kind to yourself in those moments, too. So if I get through a whole meditation, the whole 15 minutes, and my mind has just been running the entire time, I'd be like, well, I at least I tried. <laughs> like, yeah. and just move on with your day. I've been so much more kinder to myself ever since I started meditating. So I'm just really appreciative of that. Um, I'll get you more tea on meditation after this. <laughs> but, like... Come on, Chopra. <laughs> DJ Chopra. Okay. <laughs> I'm so bad at you. <laughs> we didn't even get to touch on freaking Nick and Priyanka and all the think pieces about her treating him as a sponsor. Like, y'all, ooh, y'all. <laughs> I just, but home, oh, there's so much to unpack. Let's pull up the show because I don't have time for all that. Oh, Jesus. Um, Yes. We are closing the show for this week, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram and all the social medias. You can find me at Relatable Tanya. That is T A. And that's Nancy I A. I do have a list. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's where you can find me. Um, you can find us as a collective. DJ's going to give his separately. Um, but you can find us at Relatable AF Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Tumblr. Yeah, and YouTube is still coming. Facebook is still coming, and um, depending on where you're listening to this at, if you're listening to this on Anchor, you can also find us now on iTunes, um, as well as Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. I don't know mm-hmm. if we're being yet, but we're working to get there. Um, and uh, you can leave us a voicemail, as he mentioned earlier, as well as an email. Um, where can they find you, DJ? And you can find me at Dijon underscore Delante on Instagram. Keep it cute. And that's all I have to say about that. Please. Please. <laughs> let me tell you something. That block button, she's right there. That mute button, <laughs> even more discreet. I love a discreet <laughs> discretion type game. They're both there. So keep it cute. But we, we would love to hear from you. Whether you agree or disagree, we'd just love to hear some feedback.
Yes. Um, please rate us five stars and subscribe wherever you're listening to us to. We will really enjoy that. And yes, uh, you can talk to us about anything, but again, keep it cute. Um, and we will see you next week for the brand new episode. Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.